This is your Yahoo Finance Market Watch. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. News. After a hawkish outlook from the Federal Reserve sent stocks tumbling last week, the news onslaught is expected to continue in the week ahead. Updates on labor strikes, a fresh read on the Fed's preferred inflation gauge, and earnings from Costco and Nike await investors. The Personal Consumption Expenditures Index, the Fed's preferred inflation indicator, out Friday morning will be the week's biggest economic data release. Tuesday and Friday will bring consumer sentiment checks from the Conference Board and the University of Michigan, respectively, while housing data and an update on quarterly economic growth also dot the schedule. On the earnings side, along with results from Nike, Carnival, Costco, and Micron will be key highlights. Elsewhere in corporate news, two labor disputes are ongoing as the United Auto Workers strike enters its third week without a deal. And talks have heated up between Writers Guild of America, WGA, and the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers. Stocks enter the week looking to bounce back from another down week. Last Wednesday featured the Fed's persistence on a higher-for-longer strategy with interest rates spawning a sell-off. Over the last five trading sessions, the S&P 500 slipped nearly 3%, while the Nasdaq Composite fell more than 3.5%. Meanwhile, the Dow Jones Industrial Average dropped almost 2%. After the Federal Reserve opted to hold interest rates steady in a range of 525 to 5.5%, Fed Chair Jerome Powell noted in a press conference that inflation remains well above the longer-run goal of 2%. The summary of economic projections showed inflation ending 2023 lower than officials had previously thought. However, the S&P indicated the Federal Reserve sees core inflation finishing at 3.7 percent this year, lower than June's projection of 3.9 percent, before cooling to 2.6 percent next year and 2.3 percent in 2025. Those projections will be put to the test once again this week. Data on Friday is expected to show core PCE, which strips out the costs of food and energy, rose 3.9% over the prior year in August, down from a 4.2% increase in July. The Fed targets 2% inflation on average. Over the prior month, core PCE is expected to rise 0.2% in August, unchanged from July. Wells Fargo's economics team agrees with the consensus projection for 0.2% month-over-month growth, but believes the mounting headwinds facing the consumer could eventually force an economic slowdown. Data for new home sales and the S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller U.S. National Home Price Index are expected on Tuesday. Economists project new home sales fell 2.2% month-over-month. 
As the data comes in, expect Wall Street to discuss if another rate hike, which the Fed projected on Wednesday, will be needed. As of Friday, investors aren't betting on it, as future markets have just a 37% chance a rate hike happens by the end of the December meeting per the CME FedWatch tool. On the corporate side, the auto sector will remain in focus as strikes continue at plants operated by the big three automakers, Stellantis, GM, and Ford. On Friday, the UAW intensified the stoppages, expanding the strikes to 38 more locations across 20 states. Thus far, auto stocks have had mixed reactions with GM the biggest loser, falling roughly 4% over the past week. Ford stock rallied on Friday as UAW President Sean Fain noted the union had made real progress with Ford over the past week. Meanwhile, an earnings report from Nike could also have implications across multiple companies in the retail sector. Wall Street analysts project Nike's earnings per share to decrease about 20 percent from the same period a year prior to 75 cents, while revenues are expected to top $13 billion, a 2.5 percent increase from a year ago per data compiled by Bloomberg. When the retail giant reports Thursday after the bell, investors will be keenly focused not only on what Nike says about itself and the state of the consumer, but also other key areas of retail. Nike will provide a look at a continued consumer slowdown in China, the health of the wholesale market, which some have said is under pressure, and perhaps an update on retail crime. The week ahead will also bring another potential macro challenge into center stage as a government shutdown looms on October 1st. But even if a shutdown comes, it will not sink the economy, Oxford Economics wrote in a note on Friday. From a stock perspective, the shutdown could likely bring choppiness, Truist co-chief investment officer Keith Lerner told clients in a note earlier this week. But that doesn't mean it will bring doom. That's all for today. My name is Imran Sheikh, and for the latest market updates, visit us at yahoofinance.com. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.